0: The Audio Vault on one San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by A.A. Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Woo! Joe Reinagle. That's the third time in seven seasons, the San
1: Antonio Spurs are the NBA champions. Jason Minutes. They go back to big day as Super Bowl champions. Dallas 52, welcome. 17 It's the blitz
0: on 941 San Antonio Sports Star
1: it is the Blitz here on ninety four one San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle, I'm Jason Menix. Our AA Best Bail Bonds Radio Row coverage from Las Vegas continues, brought to you by Synergenics and Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds. And one of the great things is all the people that you get to see on Radio Row. Like, we talk with Shireen Williams every week, but when mother football sits down at your table, yes. you, you know uh, you are in for a treat. Shireen Williams, good to see you in person. Yeah,
2: thanks for having me.
1: Good to have good. you. You. you guys
2: as usual nice yeah. to be in person <laughs> it is
1: exactly now i want so many things to talk with you about uh, especially with the cowboys and a defense coordinator but i want to talk about last night and we, we were saying this earlier i've been to a lot of opening nights it's yeah. been a long time since they've done it at the actual game stadium but last night was just a kind of a bleep show what were your thoughts of,
2: of last night? I, I did not even make it through all of the first one because it, you couldn't hear. You couldn't find. I was looking for Kadarius Tony, as you guys know, because I ran into you and could never find Kadarius Tony. So I came back to the hotel. I'm staying here at the Mandalay Bay. So I walked back and got here, and I'll be doggone. I'll walk in, and he's on uh nfl network so that was my quote-unquote interview with Kadarius tony was on nfl network so yeah it you didn't make it up to the
1: 300 level for the uh food uh,
2: i did go up there i did not eat but i did go up there and work after the commissioner's press conference i did that and then went up there and wrote a little bit but yeah you know every year i say i'm not going i think that was my 29th opening i'm i said last year i wasn't gonna go this year and i ended up staying after the commissioner's press conference i'm not going next year i'm gonna say that right now i'm not going <laughs> we'll next see you year. next year yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, we were talking right. about that after the deal too i've got to ask you before we get into the cowboys and their defensive coordinator stuff the commissioner yesterday addressing it i mean he's got this emphasis on gambling yeah obviously we're here in las vegas we read a report today that there's been 20 something either personnel or players 25. yeah so yeah. why is the commissioner harping on that so so much
2: well, I think that was the biggest issue that we went into the press conference yesterday. And I asked one of the questions that was asked. I read his words back to him from 2012 when he said every f I'm paraphrasing now, but every fumble, every penalty, everything that happens is if gambling comes into the sport, that all of that's going to be questioned and there's going to be suspicion about point shaving or, fixing of games and you know that that's why they fought it so long and finally the supreme court obviously allowed uh state to state gambling which which was six years ago i think it was now and so now obviously the nfl is embracing gambling Mm -hmm. and so you do have those fears of are games fixed are the are is there going to be point shaving and now you've had Uh, 13 players suspended for gambling violations so i just think it's a big deal i think it's the biggest deal probably that the nfl faces right now that and concussions um are the two are the two big issues that this league has and and this league doesn't have many issues obviously they keep raking in the money but i think those are two really big ones that they're going to have to deal with
1: and you know this year i mean you've you've got all of that and then globally and we were talking with our friend will gavin from talk sport about how big the nfl obviously is in the uk there's going to be a friday night game to open the season with the philadelphia eagles on peacock by the way on on peacock (laughs) nice plug streaming only
2: yeah
1: um but you you uh, friday nights are sacred for me for high school football so i'm mad at that but the Cowboys this year, two of their road opponents have international games. do you think Dallas will end up being the visiting team on one of those trips
2: well okay first it's the it's the only Friday that that they can do a game um, at that point in the season and Labor Day has to fall just right for them to be able to do a Friday game on that Friday so this isn't going to be like an every year deal um, okay. but it is a a one the thing they're going to do this year but they can't do the black friday because that's deep enough into the season that they don't have all those restrictions that are put in place so this isn't going to turn into something that's every single year at least not for right now um but yes i think there is a chance that the cowboys would be an opponent however those teams that have those games, the Eagles, for instance, are going to fight to have the Cowboys as a home game. First of all, for a home field advantage, but second of all, because of the fan interest in the Cowboys coming in. Everybody wants to host the Cowboys at their home stadium, they don't want to host them somewhere else. But if you start looking at the Eagles' opponents, A lot of those teams, Carolina, for instance, already has a a, a game away. Mm -hmm. I think Jackson. I think they play Jacksonville. Jacksonville already has one. So you start eliminating those teams that they're not going to make make them do that twice, and you start going. That list is really small about who could could be in those games. But yeah, I think there's a a chance that the Cowboys will be in one of those games.
0: Sure enough. Well, I've got to ask you. uh, We're talking about this subject. The Eagles are going to lose a home game. Does the NFL compensate them for that?
2: Well, I mean, the the lure for every team is supposed to have to do it. And the lure is, hey, if you do it, that's what you exchange for the right to host a Super Bowl. Jerry Jones has been adamant including recently adamant that the Cowboys are not giving up a home game. Now it may be the the NFL stepping in to say yes, you are, this is how it's going to be, but that's what's going to take cuz Jerry's not going to voluntarily do it. Even he said even if it would include a Super Bowl, he's not going to do it. You think about it, the Cowboys are going to make more from a regular season home game than they would make from a Super Bowl. Yeah. you know, with the the, the money being split. So he doesn't want to give up that home game and all that money. At some point, the NFL is probably going to step in and say, hey, you're the only team in the NFL that hadn't given up a home game. You're going to give up a home game. Sorry. That's why they went to this format of 17 games so that you're have the you still going to be guaranteed the eight home games in the regular season, and you're giving up that ninth home game. But he doesn't want to do it. I get why he doesn't want to do it, and it's going to take the NFL stepping in to make them do it if they're ever going to have to do that.
1: Now, I know Jerry doesn't want a horse trade for a Super Bowl, but he did say at the FIFA press conference the other day that he wants another Super Bowl in North Texas. Oh,
2: there's no question. Absolutely, 100%. And Joe, you were asking, what do the Eagles get out of it? I mean, they're not going to get a Super Bowl, so it's just they've given up a home game to go play in brazil yeah yeah uh, yeah. so they're not they're not one of those but for the cowboys to get into the super bowl i think they're going to have to give up to your point going to have to give up a home game to get that
0: i find it interesting and especially cuz usually jerry gets what jerry wants for yeah. the most part right when it comes to yeah. the nfl uh, this whole defensive coordinator thing it yeah. Uh, yeah we're hearing i today for the first time that i have was an internal candidate was interviewed But most of the time, it's Mike Zimmer, Ron Rivera. Why those two guys?
2: Well, I think they're available and willing. (laughs) Um, And they were both, you know, really good defensive coordinators. I mean, forget the head coach part. But when they've been the defensive coordinator and the head coach, and Rivera has done that longer than than Zimmer has, but Zimmer has ten top ten finishes in yards, ten top ten finishes in points, Rivera has ten top finishes in yards and seven I think it is top finishes uh, in points, so they 've been very good defensive coordinators, which is why they got chances as as head coaches in the NFL. Uh, Zimmer, to me, makes the most sense because he's been with the Cowboys. He knows the Cowboys. They know him. They're very comfortable with him. I don't know how much Mike McCarthy knows him and how comfortable he is with him. But I know Jerry and Steven are are very, very comfortable with with Mike Zimmer. But, you know, when you're a lame-duck head coach, which is what Mike McCarthy is, regardless of how the last three seasons have gone in the regular season with 36 Wins over that span. Uh, it's going to be hard to hire a really good defensive coordinator if they have other opportunities because they're going to want to go somewhere where they can know they're going to stay for more than a year that they're not going to have to take. Now, the fortunate thing about the Cowboys' job, which is why I thought Mike Vrabel and maybe Brandon Staley and maybe some others would be interested, is if they have eight games in, ten games in, they're struggling, that guy may be the interim head coach and have an opportunity to become the full-time head coach. Now, I don't think, having said all that, I don't think they're going to struggle next year in the regular season. But if they do, that gives you an opportunity. Or at at the end of the season, if they decide to move on from Mike McCarthy, I think that defense coordinator would would at least get an interview for the head coaching job. So that, to me, is what makes it more attractive than hey, you know, let's go work for the Cowboys, it may only be a one-year deal, but you may have an opportunity to interview for the head coaching job.
1: Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk joining us here live on Radio Row in Las Vegas. The fact that it's Tuesday of Super Bowl week, the Cowboys don't have a defensive coordinator, I find baffling to a degree of they knew Dan Quinn was interviewing They knew he was likely to leave. Some people thought after the Green Bay game, maybe if he doesn't get one of those head coaching jobs, we need to change anyway. And they don't seem to have had a plan in place. Um, Am I reading the room wrong on that? Or it's like all of a sudden you're hearing these guys, Joe Witt Jr., we're going to interview him at at 9 o'clock on Monday. He takes the job Sunday night. If you thought he could be the guy... As soon as Dan Quinn was going for that second interview, hey, if this happens, this is yours, right? I mean, I I, I just – like, they they didn't have a plan. Well,
2: they could not have done that because they have to comply with the Rooney Rule, Ah. which you have to have a minority candidate from – externally interview for the job which now is Ron Rivera so they are now free to hire a defensive coordinator so they couldn't have just handed it even though he is a minority candidate it has to be external and it has to be in person so they would still would have had to have flown in now they could have made the under the table agreement hey we want you as our defensive coordinator you know you'll have a chance at the head coaching job if you stay, you know, whatever the case may be to try to – if that was really your choice, you, there are some things you could have done t- to have assured that that would happen.
0: Did the Patriots but do that, though, Shireen? They did
2: not have to because – you're talking about for Mayo. Yeah. They didn't have to because they put it in his contract. Okay. So, for instance, if – I'm just – this is hypothetical, sure. okay? Cowboys decide – not only do we want Mike Zimmer as our defense coordinator, but hey, we—it would have been. Let's say Dan Quinn. Let's say Dan Quinn last year. They decide, hey, Dan, we, we, you know, we want you to turn down these head coaching jobs. We want you to come back. Not only do we are we going to give you a raise as defense coordinator, but we're going to put in your contract that you're going to be our next head coach. Okay. If they had done that and they decided to fi- fire Dan Quinn, uh, to fire Mike McCarthy after the season, they could have just then gone, "Hey, Dan Quinn's our new head coach. Welcome. Here it is." Blah and blah you, blah. You then you don't have to comply. And you don't have to comply. That's <laughs> the only thing, and it has to be done before the start of the season. Okay. You have to put that within the contract. You don't have to, You have to tell obviously the players' association and the NFL turn that contract in that this is what we intend to do. Now, somebody said. The question was posed, what if the Patriots had reneged on that and said, we really don't want him as our head coach? You know, which after Quinn, after you saw the playoff game, maybe if that was in his contract, <laughs> you said, eh, we really don't want him as our head coach. Like, could they have done that? And I assume they could have just said, we're paying you. Here's money. Go away. Bye. You know, we're not we're not making you our head coach. Yeah. But that is the one exception to the Rooney rule gotcha. that there is. Gotcha. And, and actually – um it was uh Goodell was asked that question yesterday about whether he had a fear that teams would start doing that so they didn't have to comply with the Rooney rule and he said this is a one off thing. We really don't think it's it's a problem. It's but be... you also can do that with the GM. You can do the same thing with Oh the GM. wow, okay. Yeah. It's
1: gonna all be right. interesting to see how it all plays out. Serena I know it's Super Bowl weekend and the NFL generally doesn't like big hires during Super Bowl Absolutely. week to take away from the game. Will Jerry comply with that rule? <laughs>
2: no, no. I, I think they have, I think in the next couple of days they have a defensive coordinator. I, I think it's going to be Mike Zimmer. Like, this is not inside information you, I'm telling you that. I think, I, I just, my gut tells me that it's going to be Mike Zimmer. Just the familiarity that they have with him, you know, but I I, I don't, I think either one of those, high, really any of the three hires, I think is, is good for the Cowboys. Who, who's the
0: third guy that do you know?
2: Well, the internal candidate yeah. is is Derd. Okay. And okay. Gotcha. Yeah. You. I and and I think he he would be fine, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be either Ron Fair or Mike Zimmer. My gut tells me it's Mike Zimmer. Just he's been there before. He knows the Cowboys. They know him. Again. How much is it, Mike McCarthy's hire, and how much of it is Jerry Jones's hire?
1: 99 to one. And if it's Jerry
2: Jones's hire, it's it's going to be Mike Zimmer because they have that great relationship. I mean, it's not even going to be a question. If it's Mike McCarthy's hire and he has a bigger say, then then maybe there's a a chance that it's Ron Rivera instead of
1: interesting stuff. And, And and neither Rivera or Zimmer seems to be exciting the fan base.
2: It's kind of interesting because I I just I, I think they're both really good defensive. You have to throw, get rid of the – like there are coaches out there who are really good coordinators who just didn't work out as head coaches. Wade Phillips was one. Mm-hmm. Wade Phillips was a great defensive coordinator. He was a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator in his time. And you think about what he did with the Cowboys with that defense. Fantastic. Not a good hit coach. And there are just guys like that who are good coordinators and just – aren't good head coaches and you see them all around the nfl right now guys who return to the nfl's coordinators mm-hmm. who weren't good head vance joseph is another one i think yeah. he's a fantastic defense coordinator not a good head coach so raheem morris is now getting his second chance and we'll see if he's really a good head coach but I, I think both of those guys are really good defensive coordinators
1: I always learn a lot when you're here always mother football <laughs> yes serene williams follow her on twitter at nfl shereen i know it's a it's a busy night for you uh, you got multiple events that you've got to decide between so we'll see you at the media party later
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right see you guys thanks so much for having me thanks, good
1: Shireen. stuff serene williams from uh, pro football talk always fun uh, catching up in a person which we get to do here uh, on uh, radio row uh,